Oh, we're the Dregs on location. The end of summer special, ready in time for fall. Yes, sir. And cracking beers in the park. <laughs> did we have one of these last summer? We did. I think this is the the most frequent annual tradition that we do. What was last? Was it that was New, New West? West? Yeah. Was that last summer or the summer before? How many years have we been doing this? A while. What year is it now? Yeah. See, this is why we oh. need to do research. Before. <laughs> yeah. This is why we need to like check our own show notes before we start recording. <laughs> and the calendar. Yeah. yeah. Are we going by the Mayan calendar yeah. what, or the Buddhist calendar? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought everything was supposed to stop after the year 2000. I, it's a high number, I know, though. Yeah. Not sure what it is. But. Anyway, good to see you. I'm Aaron from the Cascading Beer Podcast. Chris from Van Pors. I'm Luke from Van Pors. We are in the glorious suburban area of Port Moody today because uh, Chris was like, yo, let's finally go to this place called Rewind <laughs> and check it out. And we did. It was packed. So like we... Bustling. Yeah, we were thinking about recording an episode in there, but I mean, it's the weekend. It was it was pretty loud in there. Yeah. We made attempts to clear people out, but uh, it didn't go well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you're going to have to chug that quick. We're recording this, <laughs> yeah. uh, this little who we podcast are? Yeah. episode. We need to work on our uh, profiles a bit more. Oh, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but anyway, now we're kicking it in the park and we have a production assistant today. Oh, yeah. Little Aluna has joined me on my lap here. Silent, but uh, Enjoying watching a, everything we say. She's watching the I'm levels. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matching tie dye outfits. Like it. What do you guys think of Rewind, though? Really liked it. I know, like, I saw that this was my first time inside there, and you know, I've seen photos and everything. But to be honest, I was worried it could come off a little cheesy. But I, I really dig the vibe. Yeah. Like, you know, being a '90s kid, you know, born in the late '80s and growing up through the '90s, it's. I think they did a really good job making it like a contemporary '90s thing, and it feels mm-hmm. really cool and laid out nicely. And yeah, I might. It, uh, it's uh, it's got that kind of. A mall arcade vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. No, a really nicely done space. And love just like the the little pieces that fit so well in like just the water cooler that they had, like a I don't know, an old nineties or two thousands. Was it a Coleman? Uh, or, no igloo. igloo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bright yellow igloo. Yeah. Just yeah. Pieces work. It's really those little well touches, there. right? Did you guys uh notice the PlayStation control lights on the ceiling in there? Yeah, those yeah. are sweet. Yeah. So did you guys have the OG PlayStation or did you start at Yeah, I had, I had the OG PlayStation. Okay. Ordered the special CD-ROM with the spring in it so you could play <laughs> hacked games on it. So, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. I miss the days of being able to like look up like hacks for like PlayStation games. Yeah. Oh, like, and thinking you're like, you're in the know. You're like, right. okay, if you hit X triangle, circle, circle, X triangle, you're going to unlock two new levels to Tony Hawk Pro Skate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, don't don't take my word for that. That's not a real hack for no. those still playing Tony Hawk Bros. <laughs> I never. I was a, a late joiner to the to the video game systems, and my first what do you call it console? I guess was a Dreamcast. Oh yeah. Okay. So I yeah. never had any of the Playstations, no Nintendos. All my friends had Nintendos. We never had the Nintendo. I never had the Dreamcast. Yeah. Dreamcast, I feel like, was kind of a niche one. Like, not a ton of people had it, right? People would choose PlayStation, whatever it was at the time Dreamcast came out. I think it was still one or maybe two by that time. Yeah, I think it was the PlayStation was the rival to the Dreamcast, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So. But I remember the Dreamcast having superior graphics to even PlayStation 2. Don't mm-hmm. shade PlayStation 2, okay? That is like... 
That is my child. Need for Speed Underground on oh, PlayStation yeah. 2? Come on yep. now. I was all Crash Bandicoot, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I was just doing the Sonic suite because that's all that yep. Sega offered. <laughs> it was like you got one game and one game. On. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember getting the PlayStation 2 slim and being like, how can this technology fit in such a small case? Like this just, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And how big was that case? I don't know. Like I the size of your latest Yeti cooler you purchased? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like big enough for a large they, corpse? <laughs> honestly, it's probably the same size as like whatever Samsung's latest Galaxy phone is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and our production assistant, her job is done yeah. for the day, apparently. <laughs> Oluna, where are you going? <laughs> She's off to find an interview for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be bringing a random guest. Yeah. They may or may not be three to five years old or a... Uh, <laughs> City of Coquitlam bylaw officer. <laughs> well, so uh, since last time we spoke, uh, I was talking about how I was going to go out to Langley to see the IMAX version of uh, Oppenheimer there. Yeah. So did that, made the trek, went and had lunch at a friend of the podcast, Barley Merchant there, and then wandered over for the showing. Mm-hmm. And the oh, like the manager of the Cineplex came in, did this big speech, introduced this couple that flew in from Hawaii to watch it. Unbelievable. You know, because she says... The manager said like, oh yeah, this is like the closest theaters that you could go to to watch this IMAX film print of this movie is either Sacramento or Calgary. Like we're like, we're the only ones like between here and there. Huh. That's crazy. So they came from Hawaii to watch this movie? Yeah. Because they wanted to watch it on film. Right. And the thing was the Friday showing as well, they were giving out IMAX prints uh, of the film. So it was actual film, uh, like that they were giving out as souvenirs. Yeah. But like they said that they ran out of them after the 10 a.m. showing and we're pretty bummed when we got in there. But but then I went and sat down at my seat and somebody dropped one under my seat. And No uh, way. Yeah, so I got that at home and that was great. And everybody behind me is like, dude, what that man? And, just like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh, it's under my seat. And then everybody gets their phones out and they're looking under their seats too. Oh, so, yeah. so there's so. one person who just, uh, from the earlier showing that just did not care. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or clumsy. You know. It wasn't like an episode of Oprah where there she's like, everybody look <laughs> under your seats. <laughs> everybody gets a car. <laughs> and there was no mad rush to like the screening little room upstairs. No, no, no. Take it over and start chopping up the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the film starts going and it's great. And we're about an hour and a half into this thing. And they're, spoiler alert, they're about to detonate the bomb uh, and the power went out. In the theater, like full on Dang. shutdown, right? And like we're there in silence for a few minutes, you know, and then it comes back up. And because it's film and the thing weighs like 600 pounds, like there was a bit of a wind down, right? And the problem with IMAX film is the sound is not on the film, it's on a DVD that they need to sync up from zero. Yep. When they start. So when they fired it up again, the audio was out by like two and a half seconds. And so then they stopped it again and they're like, okay, look guys, like we need to play this film through because we just can't take it out of the thing and reload it again. We need to play it through for the next screening. So you can either stay here and watch this film out of sync or you can leave and we'll give you a voucher to like come back and see it again. But either way, you're going to get a voucher to like watch this movie again, right? Well, everybody just chose to leave because like who's going to sit and watch another hour and a half of a movie two and a half seconds out of out of sync? Yeah, that's so. annoying enough with a bootleg stream. Never mind. Like, <laughs> you've Something you've made Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened to this couple that flew from Hawaii? They're just like, I guess we're like booking well, another yeah. couple of hotel well, yeah. nights. Yeah, because um, <laughs> all the screenings were sold out for two weeks after oh that, right? God. So. But then uh, I just went to the park in Vancouver because they were showing the 70 millimeter films and not the IMAX one. And so, yeah, I've seen the first part of the movie twice now. 
but I will say I actually preferred the 70 millimeter projection over the IMAX. Hmm. Oh, really? Wait, what's the different? Like, what's the IMAX film different? Well, well the IMAX it's basically like 16K resolution, like because right. it's because it's a huge, huge print. But I thought the colors were better on the 70 mil print. And the other problem with the IMAX was one of the B cameras wasn't in IMAX. So the aspect ratio kept changing like mid scene. Oh. So oh, like, yeah. like I just found that a little distracting. Oh, but, so some yeah. had the black bar top and yeah. bottom. Some did. And then it went full some frame. To, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some went to like the TikTok ratio yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, yeah. a, with the like yeah. comment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a swipe up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some floating hearts. <laughs> like, yeah. To learn more. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, fantastic film. But yeah, so that was that was my adventures. And yeah, it's like there was a BC Hydro power outage. But I was more surprised that there's 19 screens out at that Cineplex in Langley and there's no backup generator. Dang. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, like this is this is strange. Like it's a movie theater and like you guys are out in the valley and you get some pretty nasty storms in the wintertime. Like how often does the power go out of this place? Like, I, I don't know. I was just surprised that they don't have a backup generator. But. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, you're going to have to get the hydro folks just on it. I'm okay. on it. Yep. Yeah. I'll make 300 by 250 pixel big box ad to uh, <laughs> get the message across. <laughs> That'll hopefully be my contribution. A, hopefully it wasn't a scheduled outage. This yeah. <laughs> couple flew all the way from Hawaii. It's just like, ah, but they didn't get the uh, the scheduled outage notice. Yeah. But yeah, but then uh, I went out to Langley a few weeks later for not so great circumstances, but uh, it was nice to catch up with friend of the podcast and avid listener of this podcast, Mike Beer Brothers, because he was evacuated from Kelowna because oh, of the right, wildfires yeah. there. Oh, geez. So yeah. happy to report that him and him, the family are safe there. House is still standing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a, great. That's great like, like we were texting back and forth throughout the day and he's like, I don't know, man, like maybe I should go. And I'm just like, because there apparently was an evacuation order across the street from him, mm-hmm. but not on his side of the street. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, you're not going to sleep tonight. Get out of there. Like, just, yeah. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, he went to like his sister's place out, out in Abbotsford or something. And, and Dang. But, but yeah. yeah. My folks got evacuated too. They're just outside of Oliver in a little, I want to say town, but it's just one street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a, a little community. It's, it's a really cool spot just in the hills, sort of west of Oliver called Willowbrook. Big like horse riding community there. And just, you know, people live in kind of, a little more solitary, but really, really cool and really peaceful in there. But they had a, a small fire that started up by the Twin Lakes area that started creeping towards them. So I think this so the Friday, a couple weeks back, they got evacuated just for the weekend. And luckily, things kind of subsided over the weekend. But it's crazy. I mean, it's one of those things that's like, you know, you hear of people getting evacuated, but it's never really people you know until mm-hmm. it's all of a sudden all the people you know yeah. and it's like holy shit what's going on here and and usually it's like way up north too yeah. right and like so it's it's crazy to think it was like wow this is like one of the yeah. major cities in the province and everybody's on edge right willowbrook like, uh, no well Kelowna, but. <laughs> <laughs> one of but, the major areas yeah yeah, yeah. yeah uh, this summer has been crazy thank god it's kind of settled down by the looks of it yeah so yeah thanks to all the fire services and everybody that's actually flown in from around the world to help us out so uh, a couple from hawaii <laughs> yeah well i mean they had their own problems too so uh, yeah. just Fuck. yeah oh yeah but uh, my parents thought they might have lost their property in the shoe shop because oh, they right. yeah there was an evacuation order for that like kind of north northern shoe shop area that's that but, scotch creek area yeah, right Scotch creek yep yeah. so but it luckily yeah, they they're the bar is still standing. <laughs> the bar I actually haven't checked in on, but I think it is still standing because Scotch Creek Provincial Park 
is still standing. Caravans West RV Park, where my parents have their lot, is still standing. Apparently, they were there's one little wooden bridge that gets you in kind of from... You, you kind of come off the highway, kind of drive down a winding road. There's this little wooden bridge that gets you into this kind of northern shoe shop area. I could see how that would be a point yeah, of interest. Yeah. Yeah. And they were apparently... My parents were saying they were soaking this bridge with water for like hours on end. Mm -hmm. Just, I I guess that apparently makes it fire safe. Just soak this in water for as long as you can. So, yeah. But the bridge is left standing as well because if that went down, then it just nobody would be able to access the area. Right. I don't know what the workaround is for that, but they got a picture. My mom posted a picture today of their neighbor was at the park and took a picture of their their lot, and it's it's there. So. Hopefully we'll be able to go back there next year. But we were supposed to go for for the long weekend, and yeah, obviously I, you know, I'm so naive. I've got a tea time booked to go golfing, and like, <laughs> <laughs> like booked it like two days before. There's an evacuation notice, like, but I'm I can like, still golf, yeah, right? Like, oh, it'd be great to go play 18, and then like, um, yeah. So there's actually everybody's leaving. Yeah, yeah you can't even see your hand in front of your face. <laughs> well, well, no, there there is that. There is that photo that made the rounds online a few years ago of a guy who was just setting up for a putt and the whole mountain behind him and the shot is just an inferno. Like That was yeah, yeah. Chris's last golf season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Chris goes to all the hot spots for golfing. <laughs> <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. I, I can't believe it. Usually it's like a three-month wait list to get in here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe my luck. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, we mentioned you're out here in Port Moody and Rewind, but we haven't mentioned, uh, what are you guys drinking? Like, uh, well, yeah, what's what's going on here? I got the Rewind uh, Dark Crystal Dark mm. Ale. Yeah, it's nice. That, that, that's all I remember from the Dark Crystal is that, that uh, Shmee or whatever, the, the one that gets banished. completely lost me on that <laughs> reference. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a, you guys <laughs> over here with Chris. Yeah, I was just like, what? Wait, you guys what have noise was that? Well, you guys have never seen the Dark Crystal. I'm not sure where I would look to see that. Okay. Where is this? Is this a movie? Is yeah, it a... it's a Jim Hansen production mm. from the 80s. Wow. Mm, no. Okay. I was born in 91, so. But, like, you watch stuff from the past. <sighs> yeah, I watch stuff from, like, maybe 2015 to 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I'm, so how is the Dark it, Crystal? Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. No, it's, it's nice. It's, um, yeah, it's. You know, I was a little hesitant with a darker beer and, and kind of sitting in the sun here, but it's nice. It's a lighter, dark beer, but what would Jim like Henson a, say? it's got kind of a nice little smoky sort of maltiness to it. It's I'm digging it. All right. Non non fire smoke. How's that for some tasting notes? Pretty sophisticated, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You're really dialing it in. I've got the laser light lager, which I have had before. But yeah, it's just like a pretty crushable, easy drinking lager. I feel like you've used those notes before, Chris. Come on. I think I, this actually, <laughs> we if need you're hearing, verbs and no, if, you're, yeah. if you're hearing this, we've just cut this from another episode <laughs> yeah. and just layered yep. it in here. Episode one, Chris said, this is crushable and we've just cut it into like, every Chris, episode. that's a 10% triple IPA. <laughs> like, yeah, so it's like a crushable, it's got a kind of a lager vibe to it. <laughs> it's a 16 and a half percent stout. Oh God, this is crushable. <laughs> <laughs> Super easy drinking for those hot summer days. <laughs> the milk Chris, stout on you're nitro. Currently drinking suntan lotion. <laughs> Pina colada. <laughs> oh, crazy. Yeah. So sorry. This was the Hawaiian Tropic. <laughs> Copper toad. Yeah. You can go over to Rewind and get this as a spray on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sorry. Yeah. Just to give you guys a little bit more. 
So yeah, kind of like easy drinking, super crushable. <laughs> As he takes another sip. We need to get Chris a crushable thesaurus. Yeah. Just a, a book with just synonyms for the word crushable. <laughs> or maybe that's our first piece of merch is a Chris keychain and you push the button and it just says, this is crushable. <laughs> <laughs> the new Staples button. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I could describe it as l- l- light. <laughs> It's kind of got that classic beery taste, you know, you get from <laughs> from loggers like this. Mm. Um, yeah, you really I, notice that they've subtracted that one percent though from the five that you would normally get for a logger. Like the four, you really can tell that they've I think dropped it down. Aaron and I here are nodding in, at each other and agreeing that yeah. we will pay for you to go through a Cicerone class. <laughs> <laughs> There's Thank a you. GoFundMe now starting. <laughs> yeah. We don't care what the cost is. Yeah. yeah. Cost is irrelevant. Time to get educated. Because I'm not sure Rewind will have you back after this. <laughs> yeah. They probably won't. Right now they're printing off a photo. Yeah. Do not serve. Yeah. <laughs> it also does contain barley. I just wanted to make that known because, yeah, just in case <laughs> there was, you didn't there know. Was always, the verdict was out on that one. Right? Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. Did I say that I've had this one before? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Um, we just had some people walk by us with, with pizza. Yeah. It's making me think of pizza and crave pizza. But while we were at Rewind, holy smokes, there were a few pizzas that came out of the kitchen and Detroit style. Damn, those look good. Yeah. We've been on a real like thin crust kick, I think as a society here for a while and thin crust is amazing. But like for me, when I see a pizza like that, or like a nice throwback to like a Pizza Hut, you know, personal extra pan. pepperoni, yeah. personal mm-hmm. pan. The, you can't beat that. The yeah. greasy, and not that that was, I mean, I don't know. Make, car- make carbs great again. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. But that pizza looked insanely <laughs> looked fluffy. good. Oh, it looked so good. Yeah. Have but I, yeah, used, like that, a have I used that tasting note before? <laughs> fluffy? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, for me, like the bar where I, where I compare all other pizzas to, is overcooked delicio so like that's to me that's really that's the bar right yeah you want that really crispy slightly charred because you maybe left it in there for 25 instead of 20 minutes i hear you Um, yeah you know because delicio's got a thicker crust to it 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 does of all the the frozen pizzas delicio is a bit of a a puffier it's not delivery it's delicio (laughs) just in case you were getting confused but what you can do with delivery, which really, with Delicio, that really just makes it so special and why, to me, it is the bar is you can take it out of that plastic kind of cellophane wrap and you can actually add your own toppings onto it, right? So you think it, it comes with like a white cheddar, but you're feeling mozzarella. You just, you go to town on mm. that. I thought there was a law preventing that. Right. I didn't know that was legal. You yeah. could like, you see red peppers on you, that. You're Deluxe. not adding green ones, are you? Well, might actually come with green, but you could say, you know what? I'm more of a yellow bell pepper kind of guy, and you just throw those right on top. Like the world is your oyster. Damn. With- could you put oysters on there? <laughs> okay, actually, there might be a lot. <laughs> we actually might have to check. We have to check that online. Yep, there's a bill being passed right now. <laughs> Ban oysters on Delicio. Ban oysters on. You know what? If you see an oyster on a Delicio pizza, I would highly recommend you not eating that because <laughs> there is some mix up in the food packaging place. Yeah, that was not intentional. All right, so uh, the big uh, 
highlights of the summer. I mean, uh, Luke, you you adventured out to the Okanagan recently, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, so we we like to go to Asoyas every summer. My in-laws have a place there that we we visit, which is amazing, right on the lake. Um, and we were kind of flip-flopping this year because of the fire. There was a fire that came right down into town. That started in the States and jumped the border. Yeah, like, yep, started yep. in the States, grabbed its Nexus card and flew over the border. <laughs> yeah. That's a wait in line, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was like, it was dicey there for, for quite a while. Like half of the sort of the town that's when you're entering from Vancouver, if you're coming from the west side, that sort of hill coming down into town was literally the whole thing was on fire. So mm-hmm. a lot of the properties on that side got evacuated. Smoke like crazy too, right? Of course, comes with fire. And so, <laughs> <is that? laughs> did you not know that fact, Chris? <laughs> is that why you were still booking your tea times? <laughs> I'd known there was smoke, I would have never booked the tea time. <laughs> I thought it was just a visual effect. Yeah. But anyway, we um, as the, the fire started to die down, we, we had kind of planned, planned this tentative trip, and we ended up going up there and coincidentally the day we left here there were more there was more smoke here from those fires Mm -hmm. just the way the wind was blowing than there was up there when we got up there so anyway it turned out great and we um spent a week up there there was a bit of rain which was good but interesting in in town there was a brewery last year called north basin which was just a local brewery that opened up they've since left. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening, whether they've kind of shut down for good or just mm-hmm. got some other plans, but Backroads from Nelson came in and took over the space. Oh, cool. So had a few tasters in there, solid beer lineup. I mean, I think they're a staple in Nelson. Yeah. I've never been to the Nelson location. I've uh, had their beers at festivals before and great crew and whatnot, but yeah, I've never made it out to Nelson myself to check them out. Well, but, you don't I have mean... to go that far. You can probably shave <laughs> three hours off your trip and just go to Soyuz. Uh, yeah. But a cool tasting room. Uh, you know, it's, I think... North Basin did a lot of the legwork with the with the design and you know getting everything you need for a brewery in that space and I chatted with the fellow who was working there and they are brewing a bunch of beer there as well so Backroads second location so if you're interested do they call that one in. the Half Nelson <laughs> didn't ask but uh, <laughs> you could pitch to you <laughs> but good Kolsch as I remember right mm. uh, yeah was there a beer that stood out yep. Definitely tasted a cold syrup. That was really nice. Had a, I think I had like a lime, a hint of lime lager in there, and that was also delicious. Um, yeah, I've noticed a fair amount of breweries now are coming out with lime lagers, and I am all for that. Yeah, there. What's the brewery in North Van? The Mexican um, uh, cerveceria. Yeah, cerveceria. Yeah, yeah. they uh, have a really good one. Yeah, salted lime. That one is Fieldhouse has one, and then we are standing right across from, or sitting right across from Twin Sales, and they also have a lime lager, which is not just dat juice. <laughs> they don't yeah, just yeah, yeah. Have... <laughs> There's more. They have dat juice plus. Yeah, I mean, some little hint of lime with a lager goes. Beautiful. Just makes well, it more right? crushable, honestly. Oh yeah, fruit. Nice maybe like a little citrus touch. Well, kiss of citrus. Good times in the in the Okanagan, then, huh? Yeah, it's beautiful up there. It was. I know a lot of the businesses were hurting this summer just because of the fires, and yep. you know the government said, I think they told all the hotels to refund people if they want to leave. Which I mean, I think crashes was a, the tourism a, a great yeah. responsible thing to do, and yeah. I think a lot of people. It was like 
nowhere near as busy as it would be on Labor Day weekend, which yeah. is why like, we, we were there for that weekend. I know a lot of the business were suffering just from the lack of people. So if you can make it out there and try to support your local Okanagan breweries and wineries and cideries and restaurants, any other business or home hardware, home hardware in Asoyas is a gem. Oh, yeah. It's got to shout them out. I know it well. It's like it's one of those stores that literally has any product in the world. It's like all of Amazon. <laughs> like you should just, they should just have a user interface where you just walk in the front door, you just type in a search bar and someone all, brings all the it robots to bring it the to the front. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's one of those stores that just has literally anything you could think of or want. Always cool to, to stop in. There. I have some core memories of walking around home hardware in Cornell as well. And it just, you finding so much random stuff that you did not think was going to be in a hardware store. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think they're all like franchised, right? So they're, yeah. Like it's up to the whoever's working and whatever hobbies to, they like, yeah, <laughs> whatever they want to put in there, right? They're like, um, I'm actually a big, I'm a big spike ball guy, so we're just gonna have an entire <laughs> spike ball section, <laughs> or just spike ball equipment in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing you else. know what? Uh, you know what? This home hardware needs more archery equipment. <laughs> well, and then uh, speaking of supporting local, did you stop off at the favorite spot there in Karameas coming back to grab a bunch of fresh fruit? No, we stopped. So we like to stop at a fruit stand just coming out of a soyas called Kale Fruits and Veggies. And we got the, it was peach season when we were there. And holy smokes, these peaches, mm-hmm. literally like the size of softballs. Jerry, these peaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Amazing peaches right now. Uh, but yeah, Karameas did not look like they were doing too shabby as we were as we were going through. They had their own fire to deal with up in the Cathedral Lakes area, but there were definitely a decent amount of cars stopped at each of the fruit stands there. So yeah, that's the spot, man. Like, yeah. oh, jealous! I haven't hit one fruit stand this summer. Although we did go, shout out to our our buddy Michael. We did go. Picking at, at their blueberry farm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in Richmond. So that, that was nice. pretty good. Nice. I'll check my junk for the junk email. Not my junk. <laughs> I'll check my uh, junk for, the for blueberry. Uh, you're going to want to get that looked at. <laughs> uh, Sorry, come <yeah>. again? <laughs> okay. I think we'll just leave this one here. <laughs> now, a question, though. Fresh blueberries? Or, sorry, <laughs> or, or, or really old no, no, blueberries. No, no. <laughs> Let me rephrase this: refrigerated blueberries, yeah, or frozen blueberries. Ooh. I like. So we also went blueberry picking this summer, and I like them like fresh, as in like out in the field. But if they're going to be cold, I think frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with frozen. Yep, I'm I'm frozen all the way. The texture of a frozen blueberry they, well, is excellent, and and they thaw rapidly anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Just a nice, grab a handful, chuck it in the blender there. Yeah. You know, a little smoothie. Where you go. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right. So, Chris, did you do any summer adventures? Oh, what have we been doing? Been up to Whistler a couple times, which was nice. Was up there for a buddy's bachelor party out at Alta Lake. Now, unfortunately, I was really looking forward to just going for like a few nice swims because he's like just across the bike path from the lake. But his mom informed us that there was duck itch in the lake. And this was after Brett, shout out OG Van Poor's member, this was after Brett had jumped into the lake. <laughs> that Torrin's mom was like, oh, by the way, you might want to rinse off immediately because mm-hmm. there's duck itch in the lake. So we didn't end up swimming, unfortunately, but spent some time up in, yeah, Whistler, 
hanging out with a with a solid crew, buddies from from uni, drinking some of the local brews. I was on the way to on the way I stop in Squamish at the BCL there and pick up pick up some of the Coast Mountain Hazy IPA. That's like standard when I think of Whistler and, yeah. and drinking in Whistler. I always grab their Hazy IPA. Yeah, uh, super crushable. <laughs> it's like a little bit super... you can't see through it. It's like yeah. there's there's a bit of a haze to it, just like a lager, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like a lager, but it's not total lager. Vibes. Yeah, yeah. I'll after I go through my sensitivity training. Oh, sorry, beer training. Yeah, I'll be able to describe it a little bit, a little bit further. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me in like four months. But yeah, yeah Whistler was good. We actually just lined up a trip. We're going to be heading out to to Maui for a bit of a baby moon. Oh, really? Yeah. So October 9th, we're taking off. Hoping to go to Maui Brewing because that's like, I don't know, I've had like, they used to export their beers to North America. Used to be able to get them here. You may still be able to. Haven't seen them recently, but... uh, I think if you go down the States, you will. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Because they're a pretty big brewery. Um, Yeah. But my my parents have gone to Maui a couple of times and they always go to Maui Brewing and bring me back like t-shirt or a sticker or something and i'm like well i'd actually love to go to the brewing and and actually have have the beer from the source so yeah hopefully we're gonna stop by there but yeah we're heading out there for for a week in early october i've mainly this summer though i've been just i've been golfing a lot you know i figure i'm gonna be a dad soon so like i might as well just do the one thing that all dads love to do and that is to crush some beers and play some golf yeah crush some beers (laughs) and, and play some golf but what a fucking frustrating sport like I'll go from thinking that I've got my swing figured out to then watching a couple of videos on TikTok telling me how I've probably got it all wrong and oh, then yeah. trying to incorporate some of these tips the next round and then looking like I've maybe never played golf before. So it's just, it's really all over the place. Yeah, It's such a hard sport, but it is nice. I find it like after I work from home and I'm sitting in front of a screen for 40 hours a week. So like after work, if I can just get out into nature and smack a ball around for like a couple hours i do feel not better about my game but just like better about my mental state after playing yeah good call whatever you gotta smack to feel better (laughs) put that on a shirt (laughs) (laughs) and we're canceled i didn't even realize there was a little bike park here because i was sitting with my back to it um there's aaron yeah do a kickflip i think it's a i think it's a skate park but it's all bikes. Yeah, but there's like a there's like a three year old girl in there who's absolutely killing it on the scooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, she's like, yeah. So uh, uh, introduce them to the razor life early. Yeah. Oh yeah. When we were in when we were in Oliver this last week, we went by a skate park and Brooke called it a skateboard park. Where kind of formal, no? Yeah, it, <laughs> that, that's, what herself, Engli- that's what the English call it. Yeah. <laughs> she, she caught herself right away. It's and uh, she was like, "Oh my god, how old am I?" <laughs> a skateboarding playground. <laughs> you know, it's that's become nice. a sport instead of an art. When yeah, yeah. <laughs> this um, dark crystal though, she goes. Yeah, give us some notes on that one. Mm. Well, I'm going to assume that there is a crystal malt in this, hence the name Crystal Mall. Is that fair to say? Fair play, fair to say. Maybe. Well, you're the one with the cans. I'll read the label. <laughs> Thank you, Crystal, because this tastes pretty good. <laughs> Another solid note from Chris. I don't know why I'm making fun of you. Mine aren't much yeah, better. Let's, let's see. Let's, no. let's, let's, <laughs> what did you give us? Sorry, we can copy and paste this from another. A bit of a roasty flavor to it. Oh, yeah. 
Aaron, can you just add my tasting notes for that beer from earlier to Chris's? Yeah, yeah. I've actually been practicing with uh, AI cloning and uh, <laughs> oh, voice generation. So, you know, like. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, Wait, Dave- can you make me say things Chris said sort of thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Can you replace me completely? Because I'm yeah. not into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could we fire Chris and yeah. bring someone new yeah. on? Yeah. Maybe like a computer? Yeah. No. So like, yeah, this is this is what I've been playing around with is I've actually been opening like old project files and stuff from like songs that I recorded like over 20 years ago and been swapping out singers. So like I have male singers are now female singers and vice versa and everything. And it's, it's crazy. So interesting. the fun thing that I have at the moment is Sir David Attenborough is now making all announcements in my house on my home automation system. So nice. when I come home, he greets me home. And when certain That's fun, when my friends are like doing their live streams on Twitch and stuff, then then it announces in my house that they're live. But yeah, nice. So. I I don't know of like another voice that is as soothing and respectable as David Attenborough. Yeah, I know. right. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a it's a wonderful choice. I'm probably second. Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, sure. Yep. Can you imagine Aaron gets home and it's just my voice? I'm like, hey, hey, bud. <laughs> How's it going? Hey, Ricky's streaming. You might want to turn it on. <laughs> it's a very crushable live stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only four and a half hours. <laughs> Super crushable in 15 minute segments. So if, yeah, if, if Sir David, uh, you know, if he's not doing it for you, <laughs> we we know who you can replace them with but yeah no it's 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 scary stuff because i i was scared of how good it is with such yeah. little material you feed into it so the, the deep fakes on social media are getting a little scary because yeah. there'll be a video posted and it's like they're not actually saying that yeah but well it it's happened. done so well that you're like, okay, did this person actually say that? And it can get to the point where like someone, they deep fake it. So they say something terrible and then everybody is like, okay, let's cancel this person because like, I can't believe they said that. And they're like, this, they never actually said that. Yeah. This is AI. This is- <laughs> so the CBC news anchor, Ian Hannah Mansing actually had a deep fake made of him recently that no went way. around on Instagram. And it was a deep fake of him, what she looked like he was doing an interview with this Bitcoin CEO on the national. And like, it was, yeah, it was a whole deep fake Whoa. thing. He never did that interview with that guy. Damn. The world like, is getting confusing. eh? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This entire podcast is a deep fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and the scary thing is the technology is as worse as it's ever going to be today. You mean it's only getting better? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, that is Thanks for clarifying that for us, Luke. I just clarified it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of things that we could use some clarification in life, and I don't think there's any better time to do that right? rather than in our segment, Moments of Wisdom with Luke here. Oh, so, God. That's, that's a moment of wisdom you had recently, Luke. That uh, Oh, I did... Yeah, so when we were, um, I guess my moment of wisdom is if you're thinking about beating the world record for the Pacific Crest Trail, don't bother. So when we were on our way up to Asoyas a couple weeks ago, we stopped in at Manning Park. And Manning Park is coincidentally the, I guess, the butthole of the Pacific Crest Trail. That is a beautiful <laughs> way to describe out. it. <laughs> no, as in the butthole, it's like, it's a beautiful place, but. It's where people come out. <laughs> Some I mean, people also go in. Yeah. No, people don't. Anyways, there's always, you know, anytime you stop in at Manning Park, there's always going to be some really sweaty, like really 
hairy people walking out of the woods looking really tired. Are we and talking that's... about hiking or are we talking about buttholes? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so for those that don't know, the Pacific Crest Trail starts, I guess, at the border of Mexico and, and is it Texas or is it another state? It's probably Texas. Yeah, it's probably Texas. <laughs> U.S. geography with Luke. <laughs> yeah. um, How many states are there? Some 30-something, I don't know. Sounds right. Uh, But this trail goes from the border with U.S. and Mexico all the way north, and it ends in Manning Park. And Manning Park is beautiful. It's a, I love it there. I got married there. I have a lot of other ties there with, you know, vacations and camping and whatever. It was always the place. It was always the stopover on the way to the grandparents' place in Asuyas for me in the summers. Yeah. yeah, It's a beautiful place. It's kind of a weird place to end because there's not really anywhere to go. I guess you got to, if you want to get out of there, you got to get a ride or you got to hop on a bus or whatever. Anyways, at the restaurant at the resort in Manning Park, if you complete the Pacific Crest Trail, I think they give you, I don't know how you prove it to them, probably just your body odor and your like shoes that don't have soles anymore. But you get a free lunch and a beer or something. I think you should at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, there's always people in the summer, especially the kind of end of summer, who are coming out of the woods completing the trail. And we were at the restaurant eating lunch where we stopped in and this fellow walked over and all of a sudden all these other hikers that were in the restaurant stood up and started clapping. So this guy came in and sat down and he ordered his burger and beer or whatever. And then my father-in-law actually went and talked to him afterwards. And he just broke the record for the Pacific Crest Trail. That's why all these people were so stoked to see him. But he did that trail in 46 days. Right. From Mexico to, to Manning Park. So we did the calculation and I think it was about 95 kilometers a day. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah for 46 days so that's like that's what's an ultra marathon because a marathon is zero what? ultras over 100 okay typically. so okay well that makes so my story less interesting well no but he's basically no, doing an ultra a day yeah, yeah. 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 exactly yeah it's like an ultra for, light but for like 46 a, days well because like he's also doing it uphill let's remind you he's going like up oh the yeah mountains. and there's so like you know yeah. roots and rocks and yeah. creeks yeah. and yeah. ups and downs and yeah. snow and whatever i'm currently reading the book wild and it's it's Based on a woman who is hiking the piece, the PCT for the That's first time, the Reese Witherspoon movie, right? Yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen the movie, but I'm reading the book, and the entire time I'm reading, I'm like, "This is insane! Yeah. Like, why would you ever want to do this for fun?" Like, I get it. It's like you know, yeah, finding yourself on the trail. I mean, like, I'd like to. I don't know. I don't think I would. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I would do it. I'd love to do like sections of it or I'd like, like to be dropped off and do yeah, like exactly. two days of yeah. it and be like, "That was great. Yeah. I'll have my burger, yeah. beer, please." I'll just do like my. <laughs> 95 meters a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, this guy was like just this, I guess he's an ultra marathon runner. He's a Belgian dentist that came to North America to do this trail. I guess he had a mission. He had a support vehicle in I the mean, parking lot He has lot appointments too. to make back in Belgium. So, I mean, he, <laughs> yeah. he was under the clock. There's a lot of cavities going unfilled for the last 46 yeah. days, but he smashed the record, I think, by like, it wasn't inconsequential it was like a week or like 10 days or something that he beat the record by so like pretty significant in in my opinion and he did what he he never tells his patients to do and that is grind it out (laughs) yeah that was a bit of stretch dude (laughs) so anyway your moment of wisdom here is yeah yeah, just it's yeah we we, sorry what were we to take from that i guess 
Don't bother trying to beat that, I guess. Oh, yeah. Inspirational, so for all word, of you, <laughs> inspirational words to live by. For all yeah, of you that were bother. looking to do the PCT in sub 40, what, 46 days? Yeah, it just got harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah forget about it. I think well, I was just watching, uh, for some reason, I've seen every single documentary about the Barkley Marathon, which is that crazy one that this this old guy puts on where you have to basically do five, like essentially five ultra marathon loops in five days. And you're collecting pages. Every, every loop you go on, you're assigned a number and you have to find these books that are hidden on the trail along the way and collect that page of the book that you've been assigned to. What? It's insane. Oh, it's, it's completely insane. But they, Worst uh, scavenger hunt ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're like much. tearing apart novels in the woods? What's pretty pretty much. And you have to be like one of the best ultra marathon runners essentially in the world to be able to to complete this. There's, you know... And very hide and seek. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, most people end up, you know, getting partway and hallucinating from lack of sleep because like, you know, people will sleep for maybe... Some most people don't even sleep at all, but some will sleep for like ten minutes in between loops, etc. Yeah. But the latest documentary I watched showed a few guys that were the world record holders for the PCT trail. That was a deep fake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm I'm curious if this was because one of the guys was U.S. and the other guy was European. I'm curious if it was this guy breaking his own record or oh, if yeah. he was he had broken a previous. Yeah, I guess I don't know that that'd be good to for me to fact check too. For the next episode. Yeah, people uh, can uh, send uh, their knowledge and information to thunderdog at the yeah. drags. Yeah. Unlike armchair experts, we do not have a fact checker yep. segment. No. <laughs> Nobody is holding us accountable. <laughs> well, and then, like my little fun factoid uh, before we wrap it up here, I'm watching Ken Burns' documentary series about the history of jazz. Mm. Uh, and Ken Burns, always amazing documentaries, all very well produced. But the fun thing I learned was in the 20s, the mob had a bunch of jazz houses up and down the streets of New York, uh, and it got so hot in the summers that people just wouldn't go, so they just shut them down for the summer. So rather than just lose money and pay, you know, like leases on these things, the mob got to the habit of annually burning down these places in summer and then collecting the insurance money <laughs> <laughs> instead of just keeping it closed. And then they rebuild it for the fall and then whatnot. But they said they said the jazz musicians knew that the season was over when they're like might be of interest to you to take your drum kit home tonight at the end of your shift. <laughs> and then the next day, the place would burn down. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Actually, pretty crazy. Yep. And that's what they call it. That's why they call it smooth jazz. Yep. I guess so. Why is that? Because they were smooth with the insurance companies. That was a bit of a stretch. That's a huge stretch. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> and with that... And with that... <laughs> I, think, I think it's time to hit yeah. stop. Oh, and... I want to give a little heads up. I will be doing a like guided mushroom walk with our friends of the podcast at Locality Brewing. Oh, hey. I think uh, just had a, a meeting with them and we're just confirming a date, but I believe it's going to be October 28th. Awesome. Which awesome. is a Saturday and it's going to be a really fun thing. It's going to be kind of limited space. So there'll be kind of event details on their website shortly but it'll be a cool walk through their brewery they got a really amazing spot yeah like awesome property with a lot of different habitats mike beer brothers and i went out there too same day we caught up yeah it's great they are great very spot. nice people they're out there yeah. awesome yeah. people the and it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real real cool thing so if you're interested in seeing what's kind of growing around there mushroom wise come on for a walk come hang out with the fun guy luke yep. and, uh, have you. A, yeah have a beer and some snacks and 
and call it a day. But yeah, look out on their website and social media, and and I guess we'll we'll throw it up on Van Pores and maybe a story on Dregs or something yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here come the flying ants. So we should uh, <laughs> <this up>. uh, <laughs> and yeah. with that we're evacuating. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you guys. <laughs> All right. Peace. See you.